Zyla, part four, a turn of events. I have noticed prior to this moment, how attractive my therapist is. His thick mane, his hazel eyes and plush lips. He speaks with purpose, always has, but it is in this moment that his features are coming together with a purpose of their own. I wonder momentarily how different things would be if he and I were to explore one another on another level. I dismissed the inappropriate thoughts and regained the eye contact that had begun to make me restless. The urge to end the session was equal to the urge to maintain it and perhaps indulge in a game that would ultimately have no winners. Sebastian, I began, doing my best to maintain the nonchalance that becomes a rather large part of my personality. I feel like we should discuss something else. He sat back in his seat with his legs maintaining a shoulder width of space and his arms resting comfortably on the sides of his chair. He had managed to create an authoritative atmosphere while somehow simultaneously maintaining a relaxed demeanor. That was not a fair combination. What would you like to discuss with the remaining five minutes of our session, Sila? I leaned forward. I'd like to discuss my desires. Ladies and gentlemen, as you can see, I have decided that I'd like to play. I would like to indulge. He maintained his composure. What exactly about your desires would you like to discuss? Do you mean your desires as they pertain to accomplishments? <laughs> I released a short laugh. No, Sebastian. Okay, then, then let's elaborate, he encouraged. Okay, my fantasies, they're, um, they're rather dark. He tilted his head as he leaned forward a bit. Your fantasies as they pertain to... I nearly rolled my eyes. He's going to make me spell it out. My sexual desires, Sebastian. Ah, yes, yes. And you're saying that they're dark? Is that correct? He placed his left ankle on his right knee, sitting back again as he regained his relaxed and authoritative position. Yes, that is correct. Can you be more... <clears throat> he cleared his throat. More specific. Of course I can. But... As I formed my lips to pour my fantasies into the space that we were temporarily sharing, his alarm sounded. Yet he did not flinch, nor did he make a move to silence its rude demand for us to end our session. You were saying, he said, as he finally reached over to silence the alarm without breaking eye contact. <clears throat> I was saying, I will see you next week. He smirked. Yes, next week, Zyla. There was so much promise in his tone. However, he continued, please come prepared to be expressive. I feigned my shock. Since when have I lacked a sense of expression? He laughed as he raised his hand in an I surrender motion. I'm just saying that there are certain topics that require more words than the ones you like to give. What are those words? I asked, maintaining my false sense of confusion. 
He tilted his head, admonishing me. You're very familiar with what those words are. I finally stood up pretending to get ready to leave. Tell me anyways. He stood up, following my lead. However, with the two of us now standing and neither of us moving, we're now strikingly close to one another. Yet he maintains his composure. He now sports an air of nonchalance. Your words have the ability to run deeper. I need you to allow them to do so. I smirked. I'll do my best, Sebastian. He gave me a smile that I'm not unfamiliar with, yet it caused an internal reaction that is new to me. What have I done? What have we done? Nothing. We've done nothing. It's fine. Part five. Why don't you ever have cereal when I come over? Michaela, my childhood friend, asked as she rummaged through my pantry. Because it's not filling, it's not a viable breakfast. I pulled out a carton of eggs and a pack of bacon from the refrigerator. Eat that, I demanded. She rolled her eyes, flipping me off and finally asking, so what's up with Dr. Dreamy? Michaela is a stunning Brazilian beauty. Her lips are plush and full. Her skin holds a golden bronze glow and her dark brown eyes slant slightly at the corners. I call them bedroom eyes. She's also highly intellectual and emotionally knowledgeable. But wait, she also happens to be a virgin. Yet, when I come to her with my men problems, her advice is significantly more profound than the individuals in a relationship. Well, for starters, I began filling her in on my most recent sessions, including the one with the Adonis, Maxwell. She's already aware of my history with the string of therapists I went through before connecting with this therapist, Sebastian. I just feel like, I continued, like he's becoming more and more attractive with every session. I damn near took my clothes off. She erupted with laughter. So what was stopping you? I squinted my eyes at her. Don't ask me that. You know what was stopping me. She shrugged. Not really. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't have stopped you. My brows furrowed on their own accord. What do you mean? Zyla, professionally speaking, Sebastian doesn't really seem to have very much control. Of course he does. That's why things have worked so well with us as long as they have. He understands me more than the average therapist. I should know. I've had my fair share of therapists. Uh, that's because you're attracted to him. Uh, only recently have I became more attracted to him. Are you listening? She pursed her lips and cocked her head to the side. That's not true. And we both know it. My jaw dropped. Yes, it is. It is true. She picked up two eggs from the egg carton and grabbed a bowl from my cabinet. She then removed a fork from the drawer and began to crack the eggs into the bowl. You were always attracted to that man, she started. But trauma can sometimes blind us. I feel like you've been telling yourself that this attraction is recent instead of acknowledging that maybe she began to beat the eggs in the bowl. Maybe you're healing and maybe that's why you're able to not only feel attracted to him, but fear that he's not attracted to you. 
I'm not afraid of anything. She shrugged, adding some seasoning to the battered eggs. It'll do you some good to come to terms with these feelings before they take control, Sila. Michaela, there are no feelings involved. I'm just horny. Which reminds me, Maxwell, that other guy I told you about? I paused for her nod of acknowledgement. She granted it. I continued. He is very attractive. Very easy on the eyes. I mean, delicious. Michaela bestowed one of her admonishing glances. So wait, we're trying to capture both of them? She asked. No, I said slowly. We both know Sebastian is off limits. Maxwell is within reach. She scrunched her face. So now we're just taking what's available and not what we want? I rolled my eyes again. Stop it. I know what you're doing, and I'm not sleeping with my therapist. She shrugged. We'll see. So later that evening, I decided to cyberstalk Maxwell. Turned out he's an avid mountain climber, a personal trainer, a recovering meth user, and a father. In a few of his photos, he and this precious little girl blesses the internet with blinding smiles. He also has a few before and after sobriety photos scattered across his profile. The difference in the two are distinct. In his two years of said sobriety, he gained a healthy 25 pounds. And by healthy, I mean his broad shoulders and solid legs should be accounting for those additional 25 pounds. I was looking for spokes in his wheel. His history of meth abuse does not count to me. And it turned out he was quite the upstanding citizen. He was shaping out to be kind of a nice guy. Oddly enough, that disrupted my excitement and my attraction to him, but only by a small amount. On that note, I had decided that that was enough cyberstalking for the evening. My thumb finger, however, decided it was going to double tap his most glorious half-naked photo of him flexing for a fitness brand. I closed the app, yet within seven minutes of doing so, I received a new friend notification. And with it came a new message from none other than Maxwell. The message said, that's crazy. I was just cyber stalking you too. Have you seen anything you like?